0: Episode of the We don't want to podcast this is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes on your favorite series we are your hosts I am Scott and joining me as always I hope he's wearing his brown pants today it's Zachary attackery <laughs> we gotta get a little spicy today you better be wearing those brown pants buddy
1: nah man I'm wearing my white ones oh
0: no Just... <laughs> <laughs> no
1: god damn it i'm wearing the white ones for a whole different reason i begged
0: zach to go which is brown pants instead of his white pants gag and he was like okay fine and yet he brings it back around
1: i bring it back around i do a little reach around pretty often he
0: loves to do a little reach around um how are you doing this week my dude
1: uh i'm good man um at the time of recording this this is uh the the week that house of the dragon came out
0: right the, the previous uh, sunday it's but first episode is out
1: right the first episode is out yes uh so i'm good i've actually i've watched that episode like two and a half times seriously yeah um i have
0: not watched it even a second time since we recorded yeah
1: and i i liked it more the second time interesting i've, I've got to say okay. um which you know i'll probably talk about when we actually talk about this on Sunday oh, boy. but um Can't wait. <clears throat> but yeah no I mean it's it's a good week uh it was a pretty chill week at work and I've talked to a million friends you included about House of the Dragon True. um and it's just fun this is this is always a good time like this brings me back to when yeah game of thrones was coming out and even though it's less theorizing it's just like it's cool to have something current to talk about i
0: agree uh just that discussion time that we we used to love to have yes when game of thrones was first airing and and now we get again is very fun because like i like i talked about a little bit on on the episode that went up uh you know it's just this is one of those things that feels like an event you know it's not like yeah oh i'll stream that when i get around to it or you know like, yeah hey you tell me this is good I'll, I'll watch it whenever yeah this is like no you fucking watch it sunday night and yeah. talk about it the entire did
1: week. you uh did you see that video going around twitter um where i it i it must be like somewhere in new york but it's like somebody oh, from it, the street y- Yeah, yeah yeah they're looking up I at the apartments that. yep and, and the, all the, of them yeah, are watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, Dern- you can see yes. by the light changing. I love that. That's I fucking cool. love that. Yeah. It's so cool.
0: The other video I loved on Twitter, uh, we we were on the exact same wavelength. We made a joke about uh, this as well, was somebody added like the Tony Hawk uh, grinding meter <laughs> oh, yeah. and the music to what's his name, grinding the rail. Uh, so very good stuff. I, yeah. I, I love, I also loved like, you know, I'm not the biggest for like, Meme culture and all that stuff, but all the funny stuff that would go around, like after an episode of Game of Thrones yes. on Twitter, was always very fun too. Yes. So I'm I'm stoked for that as well. Hell yeah, uh, it's an exciting time um, for sure.
1: But yeah, man, I'm 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 chilling, man. How are you? How's your week been?
0: Um, pretty good. I went out with some friends and had Korean barbecue this afternoon. Love
1: Korean barbecue. You get some some kimchi on the side too.
0: Uh, I th- I mean they had kimchi, but I did not, not a fan? partake. I'm not a fan of kimchi. Oh, no. okay. I'm, I'm right. there for the meats. Uh, <laughs> as per usual. As for <laughs> usual. <laughs> uh, the only reason these, you come over these here is jokes, right? Means. Themselves sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Korean barbecue absolutely fucks. Um, oh yeah. Is it better uh, than the Brazilian steakhouse? I don't think so. It's kind of. A lot of work, you know, because if oh, anyone that yeah. doesn't know, like you're cooking your own, there are burners in the table and you're basically, they bring out like plates of, of like marinated meats and such and you basically yeah. cook them out. You at get your some Bulgogi?
1: Table.
0: Bulgogi is the one that absolutely kills. Uh, oh, also, yes. the, is it Galbi? Calby or Galbi? One of those. Galbi? They're basically like beef ribs, short mm-hmm. ribs, I think. And uh, the Bulgogi and the cal- Galbi. Galbi absolutely just fuck me right up. They're so damn good. Hell yeah, um, dude. Had some, had quite a few rounds of uh, shouju. I don't know if you ever had shouju. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've had shouju. Then we had some, some of that. That was, it was a lot of fun. Just a good when, time with friends.
1: Whenever I when, I, when I was living in Denver still, after you had moved away, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of friends, like, in the photography scene and, like, community that I got really close with, um, like we would always go do photo shoots and, you know, do a bunch mm-hmm. of events together. Uh, it was interesting cause it was like 98% Asian, really? uh, that community. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there were a couple token Hispanics and a couple token other, you know, but it was mostly, uh, Asian uh-huh. and they always just had the best hole in the wall spots to go to. Yeah. So like, dude, they showed me some of the best, like legit uh whether it was korean or japanese or you know thai food i mean it was it was fantastic i loved it and uh korean barbecue is is up yeah it's great
0: there is a uh a very like pretty considerably large like korean community right here where i live in the Carrollton dallas area there's like where this place is is like kind of a little mini korea town and Love that. um there's all sorts of cool, amazingly good restaurants. You gotta find over yourself
1: there. a good authentic Korean fried chicken, man.
0: Oh, we do. We yeah, there are. There's over there. I mean, there's bonchons around here too, and bonchons are right. amazing, but um But, but yeah, like you need you need
1: like a hole in the wall, like mom and pop. That's what I'm saying. They
0: chicken. have those over there. There's Okay, this well du- you
1: need to go to one. Well, you I never told me about one. Have- Wait, you, why have you not that. told me about this? Uh, I'm very upset. there
0: is a dumpling place over there. Also, Oof. that I think dumplings might be like my number one like Asian type food. No, like dumplings Scott, are so good, dude.
1: That's just absurd. Dumplings to me,
0: dude. kill. I don't care if they're like Chinese, Japanese, Korean style dumplings. They're always amazing. And oh god, this dumpling place. Is I so good
1: dumplings. Uh, dumplings are good. Dumplings I'm are not amazing. throwing shade. You are, at and I dumplings. won't have it. But to be the number one Asian just, food is absolutely. It is absurd. like
0: the first thing I look for on like any Asian menu, and like kind of what I judge the place like most harshly about. Like if they have, they have bad dumplings, I probably am never going there again. So,
1: oh my god, dude, that is. I don't know what to tell you. I
0: don't know what to tell you.
1: I've never had a
0: bad dumpling. I definitely have. I I eat a lot of dumplings, so they're so good. yeah. I, that's
1: that's insane anyway it
0: was very funny uh my boy uh my boy marcus shouts to marcus if if you're watching this uh when we were he was taking on most of the uh cooking of the meats uh this afternoon as we were eating and um every single time we got like the you know the the burner the little plate real nice and hot and you know you would slap the slap the meat on there Shut up. Hell yeah. And it would, you know, you'd get that nice sizzle. Every time we would get a nice sizzle going, the dude would come around, uh, that like when they get too smoky, he like uh changes out like the plates. He's got uh-huh. like this tool and he like takes the plate out and puts you down like a nice clean one. Yeah, And every single time, Marcus was getting so frustrated because every time he was getting, like, a nice, uh, a nice sizzle and a nice sear on the meats, uh, that dude would just be, like, come sprinting over to, like, say, nah, <laughs> fuck that and change the thing out. And then you just get this cold-ass... No sizzle in yeah, my house. Yeah, yeah, that guy was not having it, and my boy Marcus was getting so angry it was so, so funny, funny what man. uh
1: what sides do you fuck up there like what what do you like
0: um they have that like sp- do
1: they they do it where they have like all yeah, the sides yeah, yeah, like yeah. around the grill okay
0: yeah, yeah um it's like a sweet potato something it's like a real oh. sweet like sweet potato dish yes dude is real good <sighs> uh rice That's obviously the with the meats is is very good um those are kind of the main ones i don't fuck much with the sides usually.
1: You don't like like the um uh, The the like
0: cucumbers are are decent.
1: Pickled cucumbers and the pickled radish too.
0: I don't think I had any of that.
1: There's also this like like bean stuff.
0: I don't know if I saw any of that or maybe that's stopped um,
1: Yeah, anyway, it. Yeah. what good. about sake? You get you have some sake? No. You get a couple drinks in you? No. No, I All had right.
0: drinks, but it was the the soju.
1: Oh, okay, right. right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's been my week, but we have more important things to talk about debatably. Um, this is Game <laughs> of Thrones episode 36. Uh this is a good one. This is the Laws of Gods and Men, uh, which is famously the Tyrion trial episode I have been. Looking forward to this episode, this is one of my I feel like, in my mind always sticks out as one of the better episodes of season four and not- well,
1: And what, what's crazy, too, is like it only goes up yeah. like the rest of the season is absolutely fucking. That's insane. kind of the
0: thing. Once, you know, we we talked a lot about season four and how incredible it is. And, you know, the last couple episodes I haven't been like crazy, crazy about. But like starting around here, season four starts oh. to pick up steam and then it just does not stop. Uh, yeah. Throughout the entire rest At of the all. thing. Uh, spoiler, I think this episode is fantastic, but we'll, we'll talk about it now. You wanna, you wanna start us off on that there, Recap, buddy?
1: Yeah, um, before I hop into our recap, I'm gonna throw this at the front of today's episode. Uh, if you guys are new here, need to take a second here to remind you guys that, uh, it means a lot. If you guys wanna hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, share this, uh, and uh, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that always is usually at the end of our episodes, and I figured I'd say, hey, do the goddamn thing. Definitely. Slap that meat on there.
0: Slap that meat right on there.
1: <laughs> All right, the laws of gods and men. Uh, we began with our first look at Bravos as Stannis in Davos. Bars mm-hmm. uh, arrive to negotiate with the Iron Bank. The bank wants to refuse stannis's loan, but Davos gives a great speech and they get the gold. Davos re-recruits Salador San and his fleet to their cause. Uh, at the Dreadfort, Yara and her Ironmen sneak in to rescue Theon. Theon is completely broken and refuses to come with them as Ramsey and his men arrive. A fight breaks out and Yara is forced to leave. She says her brother is dead. Ramsay rewards Theon with a bath for remaining loyal and tells him he needs his help to take back a certain castle. Mm. In the east, Drogon has some delicious roast goat for supper and Missandei spends 30 minutes listening or listing all of Daenerys's self-proclaimed titles. This woman, uh, a nobleman of Marine, comes in and confronts Daenerys about her crucifying the ma- the masters and asks that he be allowed to give his father, whom she killed, a proper burial. He tells her that his father and others she crucified spoke out against the killing of the slave children and that she uh, that she was punishing. She allows the burial in King's Landing. Oberyn had a fun uh, night, and it's too damn early for these council meetings. <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, I definitely feel like that every yeah, time. Yeah,
0: yeah, I fuck with that, yeah, <laughs> hard, yeah.
1: Uh, Varys tells them of Daenerys taking marine and how Sir Barristan and Sir Jorah are advising her and leading her army. Tywin decides that she is a threat and must be dealt with. Oberyn and Varys have a chat where Oberyn is shocked to learn that Varys does not like boys.
0: Shocked! Just shocked! Absolutely I tell you. shocked. Uh, Jaime gets Tyrion from the dungeons and his trial begins. Tyrion denies any involvement in Joff's death and the crown starts calling witnesses. Tyrion's chickens have really come home to roost as Ser Meryn, Grandmaster Maester Pycelle, Cersei, and Varys all tell mostly truths about things Tyrion said and did to Joffrey. Tywin calls for a recess and Jaime confronts him with what a farce this trial is. Jamie asks what will happen to Tywin's line and legacy if Tyrion is killed and offers to leave the King's Guard and take Casterly Rock if Tywin spares Tyrion. Tywin agrees immediately, and Jamie realizes he had planned this all along. Jamie tells Tyrion that at the end when he is allowed a chance to speak, he must admit guilt, plead for mercy, and to be sent to the Wall. Tyrion is skeptical since old dead Ned was promised the same thing, but Jaime asks Tyrion to trust him. Then Shay is brought as the next witness. Shay says that Sansa and Tyrion plotted Joff's death together. Much like the other witnesses, she tells just enough truths, mixed in with the outright lies, to infuriate Tyrion. Then, holy shit, what a speech. Tyrion says he did not kill Joffrey, but he wishes he had. And that he is only guilty of being a dwarf. He wishes that he had not saved the city from Stannis, and that he had enough poison for everyone there. He knows he will get no justice in this trial, so he demands a trial by combat. And that is the laws of gods and men. Um, I love this episode, M- mostly the trial scene, but yeah, the rest of it's fine. The rest of it's fine.
1: I um. This may be unbelievably controversial, but I, I think that this episode is very good, but I, I'm not on the like, really, I'm like, I, I do like the speech. I like the trial. I think it's very intense. Um, but I think it's, I think it's, I think it's just very good.
0: Wow. Okay. Do you uh, have like, any like specific this... problems with it? Or are you just saying it's just not up to the level of other stuff you like?
1: like? Um, I think probably a little column A, column B okay. as well. Um, this, is a, this is an unbelievably nitpicky thing, but I've mentioned this before, and it is something that takes me out. Uh, Peter Dinklage sometimes really struggles with his accent. Uh, yeah. And 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 I think during the speech it it happens a couple times. It doesn't take away from the fact that like his performance and emotion that Mm -hmm. he shows is great. And I I I will never deny that. But I each time I feel like it happened to me the most today, but I've rewatched this episode several, several, several times. Mm -hmm. Um because it's my favorite season. Um but I feel like each time I watch it I fall out of this episode a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more.
0: That's crazy to me. See, I, I
1: I know it's controversial and like, I don't, I don't need people to be like, yeah, I agree. But like, I just, it's just kind of how I feel. I
0: specifically, while, while watching this episode and doing the recap here, I, I literally watched like the end of the trial, like the speech part, basically like three or four times. Cause I'm just like, really like continually blown away about it. Like I, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, how awesome Tyrion is and Peter Dinklage's performance. And you know, the, the accent thing aside, which has never really bothered me to be honest. I think this is his shining moment. Like, I think this is his, he has a lot of great moments, but I think this is his greatest performance in the entire series. Like bar none. Um, Mm, okay. The range of emotions that he goes through and, you know, just like the, the pain of like the betrayal of Shay especially is like so evident on his face, and it's just like you get the reactions of like Tywin and Jamie and Cersei mixed in there. It's it's really phenomenal. But
1: sometimes some of the cuts, uh, I mean, you're not an Office fan, but some of the cuts <laughs> to the reactions reminds me of the the cuts and the editing of The Office. Like, Are you serious? And, like, <laughs> Like somebody worst. says something and then it cuts to Cersei and she's like,
0: <laughs> she literally does never, has never made that face in her life. Uh, let's, uh, we can talk more about the trial later. Let's, let's start at the top as we do this. This was my other part that I liked a lot in this episode. Oh yeah.
1: I I love the Davos Iron Bank yes. scene like a lot. Yeah.
0: This is the other phenomenal, phenomenal part. Uh. It's cool to see Bravos. We've heard a lot of talk of Bravos, but we get to see it for the first time here. Mm-hmm. Uh the Titan that kind of is uh the big statue that that guards the entrance to the bay there this super is super cool. The
1: Titan is, is based off of someone.
0: Uh right? Like uh I I don't know.
1: Like, is it like the first first sword of Bravos or something like that?
0: I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just like he's like their guardian. Okay, deity, if you will. Maybe I'm
1: I'm making shit up. I, I, could, I probably maybe, am.
0: You could be, or you could not probably. be. I don't remember anything specific about that. But like basically, he's 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 there more as like a defense thing because he's like there's he's hollow inside, and they're like you know like guards and archers and shit. Yeah. And he since he spans the entrance of the bay, any ships coming through there will just get absolutely fucked up. Fucked. So yeah. Um.
1: You, what what his actual secret attack is like? There's a latch. And like a dick, a just giant swings, just, dude, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. is, yeah, unlatched and just swings and destroys whatever. And then in
0: there. he ejaculates boiling oil all over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he ejaculates wildfire on everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cool to see, bravo's. Uh, and then Stannis, uh, just so frustrated with uh, getting, he's just making him wait. These dicks they they've been there since midday how dare they he's a king uh Stannis is so over this and is just like they basically reject him and he's like okay fuck it i'm out of here
1: yeah it's funny because it's like like you can tell that this is something that like davos has had to deal with like because he's the one that goes out and tries to recruit to the cause and Stannis is like I could be standing doing absolutely nothing at Dragonstone, yeah. which is what I normally do what is, anyway. Exactly. What is? Why am I shit? doing it here? Yeah. Why?
0: Why am I even here? What are we yeah. doing?
1: Um, I will. I will say it is. It's always so easy to forget that that they go to bravos. Yeah. That they sail. Like, I mean, like, how many people out there remember that? davos and stannis sail across the narrow sea at some point in this i i always forget i
0: mean it when it's like confined to literally one episode like this it is
1: uh but it's a huge i mean like because there's a lot there's a couple things that happen later in this season specifically with them that is like it wouldn't have been possible without them doing this you know percent uh yeah it's it's just it's like oh fuck i totally forgot that shit
0: when they're waiting the look that Stannis gives Davos as he's about to tell his story about the smuggling is so fucking funny, dude. Because he's like, ah, I was waiting for Sador San, and we were gonna do this. He starts to tell the story, and Stannis kind of looks at him, and Davos like, actually, maybe I shouldn't tell yeah, that never, story. Never mind, never no, mind no, actually. No, no, <laughs> uh, it's very, very, very good. Uh, and then Davos' speech is, of course, incredible. Right. It's no secret I adore Davos every time he's on screen. I have can to you call not, it really? out. How can you not? The dude yeah. owns even though he backs kind of a a not super great character in Stannis, right. but
1: I would be so curious like like is there anybody actually out there who like just like genuinely doesn't like Davos? Like
0: I can understand yeah. him
1: being like not your favorite well, character. Well, Sam
0: apparently, she was hating on on Davos in our in our episode with that. What did she say? I think basically all she said was like, she didn't think he was important enough to get his own point of view chapters in the books, basically.
1: Sam. Sam, Sam, Sam. Sam, Sam, Sam. Sam. Anyway. Sam, 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 Sam,
0: Sam, Sam Uh Sam, 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 Sam. Sam, Sam. Also, Sal- shouts to are saying in his uh amazing joke slash story about the red shirt and the brown pants. Classic, classic gag. Yeah. Uh Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in... No, Bravo's. it's
1: uh I mean no, it's just uh, you, you kind of already said. It. Oh, actually no, there is. This is a weird when I was when I was watching the episode I had this weird connection to the three like uh I don't know, like bankers, mm-hmm. what are they? Yeah. What what are they? Yeah, yeah, bankers. The bankers um they seem so like like not just proper. Yeah. But like like if they were aliens who were posing as humans, <laughs> you know, like, like they, I don't, there's something about it reminded me of like, like Star Wars, like the way that they're just like,
0: like, a very weird. I, I don't know, I man. Hate, I, I don't know what it is. I I can't remember his name, um, the actor's name, but I like, I like the guy that plays like the main, uh, the main banker dude. He also plays, uh, Sherlock's brother in um, the Sherlock, the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock show. He's he's very
1: good. Mm. I've seen one and a half episodes of that show. Well, they're long episodes. They're, like they're long, yes. are
0: long episodes. Uh, I like that show a lot. Or I used to. I haven't seen it in forever. Anyway. Um, then the Dreadfort stuff. Uh, so, yeah, obviously this was set up, was that at the very end of season three when she decided, I think that was the season three finale when she, like, gave that rousing speech and suddenly his big team Theon. I don't
1: remember when it was, but it's like the showrunners were like it's not that exciting. We'll get to it later. We'll get to it in like episode six. Let's just let's put it in an episode where something else really exciting happens. So like put a
0: pin in it and come back to it. (laughs) Um my biggest takeaway from this scene is ramsey fighting with like an out half naked without yeah. with no armor and without a shirt is is stupid not just him he's stupid for fighting without armor i just think it's stupid and they shouldn't have done it in the show because it's like I, I guess they're trying to like show you he's like a fearless badass and he'll he'll go in and fight even without armor but all it's really doing to me is further reinforcing my belief that the Iron Men are total pussies. Uh, so... I can see that. Uh, I think that's just dumb. Yeah. I think, I think
1: my biggest takeaway from this, is, and not just this specific scene, but, like, the other stuff, mm-hmm. uh, like the bath scene, is, and Amanda, I'm talking for you here, but I genuinely mean this. Alfie Allen is is, is fantastic. He's very good. He's so good of an actor. No
0: problem with the performance. I've said this before. Yeah, definitely. It's no problem with the performance of Theon. It's just just not a compelling story. I will say, you know, having recently finished the books, I do wish they had kept some of the North stuff in the show from the books because that makes Theon's stuff interesting because we see all the Northern stuff basically through his point of view chapters. Uh-huh. And I was actually, like, stoked for Theon chapters because the stuff I'm, that happens in the North is really interesting.
1: In I'm books. trying to remember it because it's been so long since I read them and mm-hmm. I, I only got through the third book, but Reek is a, is a separate character in the book. Well, right? there's like, multiple like... Reeks.
0: Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, Theon is technically the third Reek, I believe. Um, okay. But anyway, okay. Um, anything else you want to say about the, the dread fort stuff?
1: Uh, no, the, are we not supposed to know the castle that he's, it's,
0: uh, I think it's pretty, it's said, right? Yeah. Know, cause, Bruce like, Cause Bruce Bolton. Yeah. He's going to talk about Kalen, Kalen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh cool. obviously Iron Men currently hold it and you know Roos was complaining about how he had to be snuggled smuggled. Snuggled Roos was snuggle, complaining about dude. that snuggling. Uh smuggling. He does seem his... like a guy who doesn't yeah, like. Yeah, he snuggling. would he would hate a good snuggle. He would hate a good <laughs> snuggle. Um anyway, Roos couldn't get into his own lands because they they the Iron Men hold Moat Kalen, which is like the choke point of getting north. Um cool. But yeah, in the east, uh this, this is the I feel like this is the big star of the the Daenerys and her titles memes. Yes, uh, it's it's so ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it's fucking absurd.
1: Yeah, it's just endless. Like why? Like like uh, even as uh, okay, because think about this. We see it for a second, uh-huh. but if this is her introduction right. for every and person all that comes in, two
0: hundred and twelve of them. Like dude. how many? Jesus.
1: Missande has got to go home and Yet. crack open a cold one and be like, fuck, dude.
0: I just, just take a lap, Missandei. Like, we don't dude. need this. Just take, give it a rest. What are we doing?
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, yeah, I just... I, I do actually, I don't hate this scene. Because as sure. we talked about when she did it with the crucifixions... We, we did bring up, you know, a lot of like, you know, how Barristan tried to talk her out of it and how she's like, yep. I will answer injustice with justice. And now here she is confronted with the fact of like, was this actually justice? You indiscriminately killed all these, you know, nobles, masters, whatever you want to call them, when some of them were completely against the crucifying of these children, mm-hmm. but were overruled, basically. So, I do appreciate the fact that they are hitting her with this, you know, moral dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um. I,
1: I actually have the quote specifically because it just furthers my constant need to remind you all that we've had we've had these signs of Danny being yes. a fucking power-hungry, petulant child. We definitely do about this enough. <laughs> all the time. Uh. The the quote is this, is answering one crime with another justice. Right. And then she responds, What I did to the masters was no crime, and you would do well to remember it. Mm-hmm. So she is continuing her She's doubling down on and, it. Yeah, her like like, yeah, like this is this is not somebody who you should be su- never mind. I can't say that. That's you just she's she does good things in a very bad way. Yeah. And she is just not at her core somebody who is level-headed and thinks things through. Yeah, like fucking hell.
0: Like again, like we talked about it when it happened, but Barriston gave her sound advice. This is someone who was a king's guard to the mad king who had a front row seat To see what that was like. And he tried to help her. And she was just like nah. Nah. nah, Not interested. Not interested in you and your wisdom. uh, Or how much of a crazy bastard my father was. I'm good. I'm great. And it's just like. But. I appreciate that they are presenting both sides here. Yes. And I do like this scene. Uh, I don't love. Well, that's maybe for the future. Hizdar, Zolorak. I don't love this dude, but I think this is maybe his his best scene, um, because he he presents a compelling argument and and does it in a fine way. But sure. Anyway, uh, that's all I have for the east. You got anything else? I, I'm no. I'm ready for the good stuff.
1: All right. Obviously, let's, this let's is hop in. King's
0: Landing is. It's usually the best part of episodes, and boy, is that ever true for this one. Um, first, we get the the small council meeting, uh, which starts out very, very funny with with Oberyn being like, <laughs> "It's it's early, dude. Like, what the hell are we doing here?" Uh, and then one of one of many, well, a couple anyway, amazing Mace Tyrell moments. When Oberyn's like, so am I going to be- One of two. He's got two he's of this got episode two. that
1: are fucking hilarious. Oberyn's
0: like, so am I going to be Master Coin, Master Ships? And Mace immediately was like, Lord Tywin promised me Master of Ships! Well, it's it's funny because he's like, his pompous, like <laughs> dude, he puffs stupid himself ass. Up. He's like, <laughs> Lord Tywin promised promise me. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah, yeah. dude. I love Mace Tyrell. He's such an idiot. Um... So yeah, that's great stuff.
1: What uh, what has always been funny to me is in the, we probably have like five listeners that have actually ever played the Game of Thrones board game. Oh, but in the battle cards, the Mace Tyrell one, he looks so cool. Yeah,
0: he's like the and most he's powerful. Just an well,
1: absolute idiot, dude.
0: Depending upon how you define power, but he's right, like the right. the strongest. Uh, Tyrell, His strength is the highest, right? Yeah, yeah. The Tyrell card, which is also just very funny to think about. Uh, the, uh, the other amazing part here is when Varys is telling them about the hound and he says, I believe the phrase, fuck the king was uttered. (laughs) And like, I think I can't, I don't know if it's Pycelle or Mace. They're just like, oh, disgraceful. And it's just like very funny because any mention of the hound and fuck fucking the king is just great stuff. So, uh, what else what else happens then in this in this oh, that's when they start talking about Daenerys. Right.
1: Yeah, and I mean we we've talked about like the whole Tyrone Tyrone, excuse me, Jesus, Tywin. Uh, like is he being tactful? Is he pushing it aside because it's not the big priority? Um, but it's been a constant. Like it keeps like the whole thing about Danny in the East keeps mm-hmm. creeping up in Tywin scenes. And I think I think it's a really a really good way for the show to remind us that like this is supposed to be connected. Right. You know like like we need to be aware of this and like this is eventually what's going to be, you know, happening um which all that's good but then we have to deal with two and a half seasons of her and marines. So. Right,
0: true. <laughs> yeah. Um you know we don't get Tywin Tywin has met Mace fetch him his ink and quill which is also very funny by the way he's just like Tywin's little errand boy and we don't see what Tywin's plan is what he's gonna do but once we do it's just another reason to appreciate Tywin is a master at strategies and you know plots and just dealing with these types of things Uh, the man he knows
1: knows how to drive a wedge between things
0: yes boy does boy does he ever in this instance um the chat with Obern and Varys, i didn't have much notes on it because there, there's not really much that's like yeah it's kind of a, about it but it's kind of a
1: fluff conversation it is a little think?
0: bit yeah um but pedro pascal any pedro pascal we get yeah. on screen as over and is, is just a bonus and i like Varys a lot too so yeah um then, of course, the trial starts. Uh, the, the, the opening part is one of my favorite sections. When Tywin asks him if, you know, he killed Joffrey. And I, I wrote this down specifically because, this exchange, because it's very, very good. And uh, Tywin asks him, how would you say he died? And Tyrion goes, choked on his pigeon pie. And Tywin goes, so you would blame the bakers, and Tyrion, or the pigeons? Just leave me out of it. <laughs> I'm like Tyrion, you, your cheekiness the is not cheek gonna help on you here. This guy. But that's very, very good. Uh, yeah, that's very good. Uh, yeah, like like we said in the recap, uh, Tyrion's chickens coming home to roost. All of his past deeds. Whether they're good, they're bad, you know, whatever you want to say. It, it's all these...
1: It, what's funny is that it's all these times that we're like, fuck yeah, yes, Tyrion, and yes. then it's coming back, and you're like,
0: Yeah, no, he did he do did, that.
1: He did say that. He did
0: call the king God. a half-wit and slap the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's so... There, there definitely is... Okay, so here is the... Pro- like, this is the product of any good scene, is to, like, invoke emotion. Yes. And... You know I if I can please just like reiterate from my comment earlier, I am moved less by this than I remember uh like by by this episode as a whole than I remember. it does not take away from the fact that like I think that it is great, sure, so let me just please clarify that sure uh but when you, when a scene can invoke any emotion that you like genuinely feel, not that you're like, oh, I get that I'm supposed to feel this way, mm-hmm. but it's like making me in my home like genuinely be like, you know, feel something. Yeah. I feel so frustrated watching yes. this. It's so fucking annoying and frustrating that, it, that like, it's like, no, he had good reason yeah, for yeah, yeah. that. Like, you don't fucking get it, you know, like, they're picking and choosing these little pieces. Ah, dude, it's, and that's—it's exactly
0: right. It is. It is super frustrating because if you're like, it, th- "That sucks." You're taking that totally out of context. But then in the back of your mind, you're also like, ah, "But that, yeah, that did happen." There's, there's, you know, just enough truth in there to like make the lies, you know, that much more mm-hmm. like believable. And right. And it sucks because it's like. These things that, like you said, at the time, we were like, fuck yeah, Tyrion, you, you show that little bitch, Joffrey, who's boss, is now, you know, the, this is now the rope that he is, you know, being hanged with, basically. All yeah. these things that he did. Um, and
1: also, how, maybe this is a little bit, like, after the recess, but how telling and good and intentional are those quick flashes that we get to Marjorie? Yeah. Just like her being like, "He's yeah. taking the fall for this. Yeah. Like, uh, this is this is a little uncomfortable for me." Yes, because
0: she because <laughs> she obviously knows because she 11. knows. Yeah, um, it does. She looks very just doesn't want to be there. <laughs> <She's> like, uh, <laughs> my other big takeaway here is that I just wish we got more Tywin and Jamie scenes in the show. I could watch a billion totally, of
1: them. Totally, just- totally.
0: Every single time we get one, it is like just so fucking good. I say this about a lot of characters, I feel like. I feel like I say we get more we need more Jamie Tyrion scenes. Uh, you know, we need more Arya and the Hound, but like Jamie and Tywin, this recess scene is so good because it's just like Jamie thinks he's doing this like super noble thing, like, you know, something he does not want to do, you know. This and he's is, being played. Right. This is a sacrifice for him because he does not want to be Lord of Casterly Rock. He does not want to go there. And Tywin just instantly, done. And you can see Jamie realizes immediately, like, this, this motherfucker has been planning this. Probably, well, I mean, probably uh, since Tyrion's arrest. Like, Oh yeah. Tywin does not fail to take advantage of You know, chaos or opportunities. Like this dude is next level. Yeah,
1: he's he's seven. He's seven steps ahead always, at all times. It's just, it really is fascinating. Um, I think one of the things that I really love about Jamie, tear, Jesus, I keep doing this. Jamie Tywin scenes. (laughs) Is we don't see Jamie in many scenes or in like in an element where he is being owned. Yes. Like even when he was, think about like in season two and three when he was a prisoner, prisoner. he still owned the scene. He still owned the scene. Um, and although it's kind of par for the course and just kind of routine for Tywin in that seat, it's it's still just such a cool dynamic to see his son getting owned. But it's 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 the golden child. It's not just it's not Tyrion getting owned. Uh, it's just a cool dynamic, and I, and I really like it. I, I don't think that their chemistry is quite, like, the, this is not a shot at, like, acting ability, because that, that, that's not what I mean, but just, like, like, how drawn to them on screen together right. I am, like, for, like, Arya and Tywin, mm-hmm, or honestly, even Tyrion and Tywin, um but it's it's still just such like a refreshing, different yes dynamic and i and I really like to see it, so yeah, a little more of it would have would have been nice.:
0: No, I completely agree with you. They're not quite as like you don't leave them feeling as like i I, I don't quite know how to express it, but like you said, like the chemistry aspect it's just they're always so interesting and just like you come out of them. I just always come out of them wanting more um. Jamie has a couple of really good lines when he's when he's talking to Tywin. He's when he's like, "Who will carry on the your family name and legacy?" He's like, he he's, he says Lancel, like that's an absolute joke, which shots at Lancel. And then he says something like, man." Other Lannisters whose names I don't even remember, <laughs> and that's just like a perfect, like, uh, you know, we've we've seen that before. with Jamie is just like he's so self-absorbed at times, like. He doesn't even know his own relatives. Like yeah. when he was talking to his cousin that one is time. She's she a like, fat is one. Is she the fat one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Tywin. Obviously, but this all man— all but
1: telling him this, the whole time.
0: Well, yes, but this man is not an idiot. I believe it's very poignant how he says to Jamie specifically, "Your father, children named Lannister," meaning. I know Tommen and Joffrey and Marcella are your kids, uh, mm. but you need to father children named Lannister, and I I took special note of that because, again, Lord Tywin ain't nobody's fool. Uh, he knows what's what's going on.
2: Yeah.
1: So he, yeah, I mean he. Th- this guy. Never, I'm glad you pointed that out, honestly, dude, because that's like something I I hadn't even like really picked up on, Mm -hmm. and it's just I think it it goes to show that he is always in the know. Yes, like it, it it's just absurd.
0: You it it's it would seem at times that he wants to play ignorant about like Cersei and Jaime, and like just denies it and like doesn't even address it when Olenna brings it up that one time, but he knows he knows he's he, again he's nobody's fool or idiot uh he yeah. fucking knows but in order to keep his family and his legacy and his line intact he obviously can't acknowledge that it's real so he doesn't right. um i love when when jamie goes back out there and again we talked about it a little bit before but holy shit the, the fact that was just immediately done yeah, I fucking knew you would do this because I know fucking everything and just the, the how Jamie's face falls like as he hits the realization of like he knew this was coming is is incredible. But Jamie accepts it. Uh when Jamie goes out there <laughs> again, the exchange between him and Tyrion is so good. Tyrion goes, "Not going well, is it?" And Jamie says, "You're going to be found guilty." Tyrion, "Oh, you think so? <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah. very, very, very good. Uh, I love those two a lot.
1: Uh, and then I think what's even what's even uh, more funny, really, is that like everybody's like getting to their seats, and like they're obviously still chatting, mm-hmm. and he shouldn't be, but Tywin's just watching. Like, go on, like tell him the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I did. Okay, yep. go on. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, Other amazing sequence here, obviously, when Shay is brought up. uh, The humor here, not only is the drama next level, but the humor here is amazing. We mentioned Mace Tyrell has two two great moments. (laughs) And the other one is here. You're his what? He literally says, I beg your pardon? (laughs) You 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 said you you were his...
1: His whore.
0: Oh my god! Uh, and then, not to be outdone <laughs> by old Mace, uh, Oberyn. Oberyn, dude, dude, Pe- fucking legend, dude. Pedro Pascal's delivery when when she's like, he wanted me to fuck him, like it was his last night in this world, and Pedro uh, Oberyn's just like, did you? And she's like, did I what? And he's just like, fuck him, like it's his last night in the world. And just his delivery of that line is goaded. It's it's, so yeah, it's it's
1: fantastic. And she's like, I did
0: everything <laughs> yeah. he asked of me. <laughs> she's like, I don't know how to answer this question. Oh, man. Oh, it's so good. But fucking poor Tyrion. Like, yeah. Like, nothing was going well for him, but this truly does. This is what breaks him. This is, yeah. you know.
1: How do you feel... How do you feel about this in, like, comparison to the book? So I know, I know that TV Shay is not is, your favorite is, because of how how it deviates.
0: Yeah. I'm do you not, think
1: this is better because it's very compelling this, and very emotional? Or... This
0: feels more of an emotional betrayal than the book version does. Okay. Because you never got... You, in the books, at, at least to me and my interpretation you never got as much of a sense as that like shit Tyrion actually in, sh- in love yeah right um but the shit the the show explores that a lot more so this feels like a much more personal betrayal than than the book did for sure so i would say in this aspect of it it's it's probably the show is is better because it it you know, like when Tyrion is just sitting there with like his head down, and he he's just like begging. He, what does he say? Like Shay, please don't, or something please like that. Please don't. And it's yeah. just like, ah, oh, it crushes me, dude. It's just,
1: uh, oof. So I'm not sure if you can recall this, but and actually, I may have refrained from reading this portion on the episode because it was kind of spoiler. But a while back we had a um a listener reach out and i i don't know where the message is i, I probably should have been prepared but i i'm remembering it now um
0: when are we ever prepared for this? <laughs> yeah i know
1: right this just we're just professionals over here
0: yeah, yeah big time
1: uh where one of our listeners one of y'all listening wanted us to explore the Shea betrayal more mm. um and i think i think specifically what it was is like what exactly like led her to betray him in this way yeah. you know like everything the show has shown us is that she's genuinely like in love with him um and genuinely feels for him does not want to leave him uh and i don't know i think my my take on it is there's a sense of stubbornness there. I do think it's driven by love. Yeah. But I think that, like, her character is just simply stubborn mm-hmm. and it's not something that she has chosen to do for herself. So she's fighting the idea of leaving and whatever right. and and not giving up because she is stubborn and does not want to quit on their relationship, her position, right. and whatever.
0: Well, we've seen her, like, basically refuse to leave. King's Landing right. multiple times like with Varys with yeah. Tyrion like brawn had to have basically like drag her right. out you know And and
1: I feel like had it been only about love this is just my interpretation had it been only about love she would have left she would have seen the danger that she was putting right, him in Correct um and I just I think it's there is a huge element of her that is like that it is about it is about her. Yeah. I mean, it is about her and her position and what she has access to. And, you know, I'm not saying she's like a gold digger necessarily because I do genuinely think that in the show she loves yeah, she loves agreed. Tyrion. Um, but both but, things can be true as well. Yeah, exactly. They're, I don't know, I guess that that's the way that I take it. And I, as far as the thing that, like, actually sets her off, it, it's got to be when Tyrion calls her a whore right when he white fangs yeah. her
0: yeah, yeah, yeah i i definitely think so
1: okay i mean because I mean, it, it's called back in this in this scene yes. she she tells him i'm a whore
0: yeah the, de- definitely yeah like when she looks at him and yeah like basically says that and yeah i mean it, it's obviously much more complicated than this for Tyrion, but i'm sure partially in her eyes she viewed it as he chose Sansa over her. Um, and as like I said, whether that's fair or not, you know, is is mm-hmm. a completely different discussion. But yeah, I think it's that she did genuinely care for him, but also, like you said, like she had it pretty, pretty cushy, pretty great. As you know, where she had come from is basically just like a camp follower. And, um, yeah, like, I'm sure this is, you know, Cersei probably promised uh, a lot of, you know, great things, gold, or, you know, what have you, to, like, give this testimony also at the trial, so she's, you know, she's looking out for number one, you know, as well.
1: Yeah, I think the one thing, and I may have to, I may have to say this again in a few episodes, but. The one thing that that really kind of drives me. I don't know that I can say like it it doesn't like piss me off, but it just doesn't work for me is. There is something that happens later in the season. That just makes me feel like the whole love thing. Should not have been explored by the show and it should have stuck more to the book. Mm. Because. I mean, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. The, I mean, we the, can the explore that season. more
0: when we get there. But
1: it 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 just yeah. it makes it it makes it hard. I mean, yeah. we're talking about the love thing now. But that's that's why I'm mentioning it.
0: Sell, I think, is what, you're, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I I do struggle and with with like figuring out like how did this actually play out? Like,
0: yes, I don't know. No, I know whatever what you mean. I I in this moment, like I said, it hits hard, and it's a very effective because it's like you know it's just such this public betrayal and Tyrion is like just obviously in just an awful spot in every which way his trial is not going well. And then the cherry on top of it is that he gets this extreme betrayal, uh, from Shay. And, you know, that's when he basically has this outburst. He ignores or forgets everything Jamie, you know, had told for him. Um, because it's it's also interesting, you know, obviously since in the books you're able to get, like, inner dialogue a lot easier. Um, Tyrion was, you know, basically on board for this, for Jamie's you know, right. ploy here. Like, he thought about the fact that, like, hey, you know, listen, you know, the wall isn't so bad. You know, like, when I visited there, you know, Mormont and me were, were tight, and, you know, he told me that, you know... M- the wall could use men with a mind like mine more. And, you know, it's like, maybe I could even be Lord Commander. And he's basically, you know, more or less like resigning himself to this fate and being like, you know, this, you know, maybe isn't the worst thing in the world. Right. Uh, but then, yeah, Shay is brought in and it's, you know, then, of course, everything all goes out the window. All goes out the window. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we obviously we talked about the outburst quite a bit already, but. Uh it's it's a phenomenal speech. I love it to death. Like I said, I watched this like three or four times today. Uh whether whether your complaint about the accent, you know, like I said, that's never really bothered me. You know, fair. Uh but the emotion I don't think can be denied. The like the tears glistening in his eyes and just like, you know, the vitriol and the hatred he has for basically like everyone in that room and like the I'm, you know, I'm guilty of a far more monstrous crime. I'm guilty of being a dwarf. And Tywin just, you know, kind of being like, you are not on trial for being a dwarf. And Tyrion, like, I've been oh, on trial. I, I am. I've been on trial for that my whole life. And it's just like, oh, it's so good, dude. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah, I, um, this is, oh, man, this just sounds so mean because I don't feel like this about Peter Dinklage often but like i i would rather after today's ep- i don't know that i would say rather but after rewatching it today i felt like reading this dialogue on paper like is is better to me than the way that he delivers it. Man, is that weird? Really is that fucked not up? not a
0: fan of this sequence. I don't...
1: That, man, I don't... I've never felt so negatively who, who about it. Who
0: pissed in your Cheerios before <laughs> you were watching this, my dude? I don't dude. know,
1: man. I just... I'm, there, I'm legitimately,
0: like, shocked a little bit.
1: There, there are just some parts of it that just feel,
0: like, a little forced. A little much. I don't know, dude. If you were in this position... And your entire life is collapsing around you. Like, I feel like everything he says and does is totally like justified and like yeah, okay, like yeah, I can see. Look, man, I can see that same. I'm
1: yeah. just, I'm just telling you how I saw. Like, I the pr- today when I watched it, it was a little hard for me to buy in. That's Isn't that, is that weird? That's wild. That, that is the, weird. The yeah.
0: part, especially, I love. When he's talking about Joffrey, where he's like, watching your bastard die, or does he call him bastard? Whatever he says. Yeah, uh, your bastard son. Gave me more pleasure than a thousand lying whores. Yeah, that's yeah, like, a great line. Oh, it's so good, dude. I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you today. I truly don't.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't, I... I don't know, man. I don't know if my head wasn't in it, if I wasn't fully committed to the episode, and like, if there's something else going on. Yeah. But like, I legit, I felt like, like, huh, this like doesn't just, it doesn't seem to hit me the same way that it has in the past. Right. And I and I have so for for clarity, I have always kind of felt a little like I know I've mentioned it before yeah, in the past, yeah. like on like the the accent thing does sometimes throw me with Tyrion because when he has a lot of dialogue at once is right. when you notice it the most. So, like, it, it has always been something I've noticed. But I don't think that that's the sole thing. There, to me, there was something that was, like, I don't know, maybe, there, I, maybe I just need to, like, shake it off because the, the rage is warranted. I, your explanation right. was very good. The, the rage is warranted. But I guess sometimes in acting, I feel like I'm a, very much of the mindset that, like, less is more. And I feel like a lot of this sure. was, like, a little too pushed. But maybe that was the intention, and I just need to accept that.
0: Yeah, listen, like I'm not trying to, like you know, you. We probably gush enough about this show to a point where you know I'm I'm offended by your criticism of this, but I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm just like I'm surprised it's about this of all things. Let us, I I'm curious as to what other people think. Like, let us know in the comments or hit us up in the Discord, uh, and let us know like. Which 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 side of this are? Do you love this scene? I, more I, like am,
1: f- I am fully aware that most people are gonna be on the side of it being great because that's yeah that's what It I is want. a universally <laughs> loved and and like. A, Praised episode, Cause... and I and like I know that, and I I've, I think I've said that several times. Like I
0: no, that's fine. I just need everyone <laughs> on my side for once, because everyone was on your side with the Tyrion and Blackwater. Thing, yeah, that's so. because
1: I'm not a fucking idiot. Well,
0: you, let's that's let's leave that. Up You're to a debate. fucking
1: idiot. The last thing I want. You to say... actually believe that Cersei was better in that episode. <laughs> Don't let's You're not, a fucking moron. We're not moron.
0: reopening this. <laughs> the last thing I want to say about this is I love how we get. The reaction from everyone after oh, he demands yes. the trial by combat.
1: Yes. Uh, Jamie's face. Jamie's is face
0: is so good because he's just like, you fucking idiots! Why, like, uh, well, I set this all up for you. Yes. Like, what are you doing? Cersei is kind of like, oh, interesting, but I'm ready for this too, you fucker. She's like, I have
1: the mountain. Yeah, I've got the
0: mountain. Oberyn is like, oh, okay. Interesting Ooh. trial by combat, Ooh. huh? He's like, Yeah, <laughs> Tywin is just kind of like a mixture of like you little fucker, but also kind of like, All right, all right, that's the way you want to do it. Um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Tywin I, is
1: just
0: the, uh, the <laughs> there's no guy. like surprising this guy
1: that I was gonna say, yeah. he is like the best at rolling with the punches but yes. also having it all figured out yeah, always. <laughs> it's like how did those those two are oxymoronical <laughs> well, but like it I'm works saying. for him. He's
0: got a plan D through Z for everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. For every <laughs> true, eventuality. True, true, true. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else? Are we ready to to move to our final segment here? Uh,
1: are we rating the episode now or after Who we'll Be Thrown In? We'll
0: do it after Who Be Thrown In. Alright,
1: it's time! Who Be Thrown who- In! Oh, you had to steal it for me?
0: Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Here, let me let me go back. It's time.
1: It's time. It's time. Oh, dude, let's do a.: uh, This is an why ASMR. I stole it.
0: You were taking too long. Let's do an ASMR. No, it's, let's not.
1: It's time. For who
2: be thrown
0: in. Okay, smacking your lips into the mic is not ASMR. <laughs> First of <laughs> all. <laughs> That's, that's, a a, that's a 10 I love you dude pure vanilla not <laughs> cream not top milk
1: Let her aerate
0: um, everyone go look up what is it called pure vanilla or... pure vanilla that's a 10 or yeah, something YouTube, like that yeah youtube that's a 10 <laughs> go watch that weird fucker and then with Pokemon the fucking on the eyes <laughs> yes. oh my god uh... so funny uh, where we last left off last episode Cersei Lannister was not on top at number one Jon Snow was two, uh Littlefinger, Lord Peter Baelish was at three, The Hound was at four, and Bran? Bran really? Uh was it five? Why was Bran there? What Why happened? do we let oh he warged into Hodor and killed Locke? Uh Oh, right, we yeah. need to stop letting Brand make these lists. <laughs> I've decided. We just stop ma-
1: letting him make the eight.
0: And Sir Pounce uh, stayed in his honorary middle spot here. Um, so John can come down. <laughs> Dude, Sir Pounce
1: is never coming no, off. No, he's right? never coming off. Okay, all right. Uh, just make, Hound, making sure we got that.
0: Brand, Littlefinger, none of them were in this episode, so they can come down. Um, I'll get there eventually. Don't worry. They updated my program here, and I feel like I'm struggling with things being in different places and such. Uh, You're nodding very creepily, but I'm here for it. (laughs) Uh, Who do you think, Zach? Who do you want to nominate for Who Be Thrown In This Week? I mean,
1: it would be... I mean, I think I don't think it would be fair for us to not have Tywin and Tyrion both on this list I, this week. 100%. Tyrion's position is obviously bad, but his performance is, is standout. I, I mean, think this is, this is his episode. This
0: is, yeah, this is, to me, again, I may catch hate for this, but more so even than Blackwater, this is the Tyrion episode for me. And yes, his again, his position is not good, but... Holy shit, what a performance. Um, Yeah. Also, I have to say that Davos has to make the list.
1: Mm, Yeah, I Um, agree.
0: Davos was excellent. He also big wins for his boy, uh, Stannis. Uh, Do we want to consider Ramsay? I don't. For you
1: that. audio listeners, my, my face.
0: <laughs> Zach looks like he just ate ten lemons at the same time. <laughs> You're
1: like, mm. yeah, you ever seen those videos of babies eating lemons? Yes, yes. For the first time. That's so funny. I
0: literally, uh, when my nephew was younger, did that exact thing with him, and it was very funny. Um, let's see who I... I, <sighs>
1: I wonder Jane. if I'd have the same reaction if I squirted... Never mind.
0: Okay. Uh, what about, God damn it. What about Oberyn?
1: Why Oberyn? Just because he has, he has has a funny, he has one funny line.
0: No, he has several funny and great lines. Are you not putting Tywin on here? Tywin is already on the screen.
1: Yeah, but are you not going to put Tywin on here?
0: (laughs) (sighs) Zach, I don't know (laughs) why I even invite you to do this. (laughs) Um, okay, well then who else? Uh, Jamie, who do you, who do you want to, who do you want on here? Is uh,
1: Cersei gonna stay? I think Cersei.
0: Yeah. Well, she's already on there. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking
1: I, know, I, idiot. Think, I think we really gotta consider Cersei for this <laughs> you episode.
0: You fucking idiot! She's literally on there. What about Jamie? Uh, I'm sleepy, man. I, I don't know. Man. Is it Jamie's episode? Jamie has a very good episode. <sighs> it is not Jamie's episode, but Jamie has a very good episode.
1: I feel like we're missing something here. Yara, no,
0: fuck no, yeah, fuck fuck
1: no, 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 right absolutely, not. Off. fuck Yara.
0: Definitely not Daenerys. Um, that's really the only other people we got in this episode.
1: Sande does look really good in this episode.
0: God, shut the hell up! I just can't even with you right now. <laughs> She's already on that. No, I'm kidding. Not this time.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe Sir Pounce just takes the uh the empty spot. Jesus.
0: Waveris. Uh,
1: I I would I would go Jamie over Varys. I would
0: too. By the way, I just realized I need a new picture of Jamie. He's yeah, still you in do. He's like rough looking state. Um, I think we decide amongst these here. Uh, okay. I I'm gonna go ahead and say and Tyrion has to go one.
1: I agree. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, we we have always made sure that we explain exactly our criteria yeah, yeah, for 100%. these positions, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not solely based off of their position. It's also well, their performance yes. and how compelling they are the in the episode.
0: Also consider the fact that yes, his trial did not go well, but he he now has demanded the trial by combat, which he is, played his trap card. He put yes. <laughs> You just activated my trap card uh so he still has a chance Yogi uh I personally would put Davos at two what thoughts really yes I mean I love Davos how good I,
1: I know Come but up. I mean damn
0: you want time in it too
1: I kind of feel t- I, I in my head it goes. Tyrion, Tywin, Cersei, Davos,
0: Jamie. I I can totally see the argument for Tywin at two, but Davos goes no lower than three. You're crazy. Cersei didn't have any huge wins or, like, hardly any performance this episode. She had, like, the, her witness section.
1: Yeah, and she had her, her, her face. She had her
0: face. True! Big true! She had her face!
1: <laughs> Lena Headey's face, sometimes, you know? <laughs> uh...
0: Yeah, okay, alright, fair I'll, enough. Davos, okay, so I'll shake t- the so time at two. He was okay. amazing, he's always 50 You'll steps. You'll touch tips on it? Yeah, he's, he's 50 steps ahead of everyone, and then Davos goes 3 for his amazing speech. Um, where are you, Davos? Uh, That leaves us with Jamie, Cersei, and Obrin for spots 4. I
1: five. think Jamie 4. I agree. And Cersei, 5.
0: You think Cersei above Oberyn, really?
1: Yeah, I mean Cersei's getting exactly what she wants here.
0: I mean, in a way, not exact. It doesn't matter I mean, her she how she kind of he...
1: forced all this to happen. Like this is her. Yes,
0: this is her doing. I agree. It's behind the scenes, but it's her doing. All right, all right.
1: <laughs> that took a lot of. Convincing.
0: I mean, I just love. I I just stayed quiet and looked at you. <laughs> Oberyn was just so funny this episode, dude. Well,
1: then maybe we put Mace.
0: He wasn't he mace was funny, but he wasn't as funny as as Ober. Maybe
1: we put salad or san.
0: I do love me some salad or san. I love me some good salad. Uh <laughs> all right. You you I could still be convinced either way. You want Cersei over Oberyn?
1: I want Cersei over okay. Oberyn. Alright, fair enough.
0: There it is, then. Uh, That is our list. And Sir Pounce, of course, keeps his honorary spot. Always. (laughs) Always and forever in the center. Uh, One more time, that is Tyrion taking the number one spot with his Emmy reel, basically. What a fucking incredible speech. Tywin just rolling with the punches. Way ahead of everybody, always at two. Davos gets the loan. Big, big mortgage coming up for him and Stannis, but big win. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh and then jamie at four had some just phenomenal scenes and then cersei kind of engineering a lot of this trial behind the scenes and uh you know doing good work so she is at five and that is Super Cinco. Fun and let's uh let's not forget because <laughs> we never do uh to rate this episode where you i usually always go first i want you to go first this time mr hater of this episode Eight. I don't even know what is with you. You're like you just talk nothing but shit about this episode. I didn't talk and then nothing
1: you're like, but shit.
0: Thirty-three <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, it's a thirty-three.
1: I'm pretty certain I said eight.
0: I had eight and a half in my head, and if if anyone listened to this and then listened to our scores, they wouldn't believe <laughs> that we're half a point off of each other. <laughs> uh,
1: like. I kept reiterating to my, like, to all of you that I am not disputing the greatness of this episode. There was just something that, like, prevented me from buying in.
0: See, you keep saying that, but then you would also keep okay. disputing right. the greatness of this episode. You're right. like, I'm not disputing the greatness all right. of I'm this. episode. I'm gonna give it a seven. Then you want me to fucking me lower dispute my score? This greatness of this episode for a minute.
1: I think it's because I have to acknowledge that I'm kind of getting in my own head. I mean, about when it, are you and
0: not in someone's head.
1: I'm I'm definitely on someone's head all the time. Uh, I was gonna take that way too far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean if that was new, not man. already yeah, taking it too far. New? Um,
2: I eight and a half. You're eight. Is that where we're sticking? I
0: I think I'm mad at you and your ranking. <laughs> I shouldn't Scott, let, I want you all I to know. I shouldn't have let you go first. <laughs> I want
1: you all to know that Scott has been mad at me many times in our friendship, but he's never told me, uh, I'm mad at you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's because I'm not actually cuts mad at deep, you. If I man. was actually mad at you, I would just be. You just wouldn't talk would to me for yeah, fucking
1: I, three I weeks. ignoring
0: you. I, I never let it go that I, yeah. I literally I, am incapable I, of staying <laughs> angry for more than like. A uh, couple hours
1: yeah uh <laughs>
2: I, I, I i just i guess i guess like
1: i know that this is a a good episode i guess i don't want my score to seem like not genuine
0: here's what it is you you talked up season four so much and now you're like oh, i can't give season four like a bad rating like I just, I look like a fool because of how much I talked it up.
1: I just, I know this is a good episode. And as a whole, it's, a I mean, it really is a very good episode. Yeah, uh, even
0: the Daenerys scene is, like, one of the better ones, I feel like.
1: In Marine, anyway, yeah, for sure. Yeah, in Marine. yeah. Um, I, I just, I was not as bought in. It doesn't take away from the fact that I know that this is a great episode.
0: Zach trying to rationalize I, all this. I can't, like dude. My
1: favorite I need another one of these yeah, to Zach rationalize. Yeah, Zach needs
0: another. Uh, I'm sorry. It wasn't rum and coke. But it was whiskey and vanilla coke. Did I get that right this yeah. time? Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Before Precisely. Before we started, Zach was very upset with me that I I w- 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 <laughs> I made it! That is going to do it for us Uh, here. We don't want to for episode 36, the laws of gods and men in summation. If you just want to skip to the end and find out what we thought. I loved it. Zach hated it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That is is where we're at. Holy shit! Uh, Eddie, why why don't you take us on out of here since you're in such a salty ass mood, there,
1: buddy? I'm not. I'm not in a (laughs) salty mood. I'm not in a salty mood. (laughs) I'm not a
0: salty mood. Uh,
1: yeah. If you guys are not already doing the damn thing on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, Facebook, uh. Everywhere, you
0: know the things do them. do the
1: things, do the things that everybody always asks people to do on the interwebs, on the World Wide Web. Uh, go do that, and we'll love you forever. Uh, we will see you guys next time.